Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today we are going to talk about quite possibly the most amusing story so far this year in the world of Linux. It's not a big story. It's not an earth-shattering story. It's not one of those stories where you're like, oh my gosh, this changes the course of everything forever. It's just this little thing. It's a little nugget, a little jewel sitting out there. It's a diamond in the rough. There was a former Ubuntu Snap developer advocate that left Canonical, the company behind Ubuntu, and then created a project called unsnap to help people stop using snap <laughs> to convert snap packages over to flat pack so they don't have to use snap anymore <laughs> it's totally entertaining um we're gonna get into that in a second um i i, I want to first i want to i want to do a quick shout out to all the people who have have jumped over to the lunduke journal and subscribed over at substack lunduke.substack.com lunduke.locals.com all of it all of you are fantastic. Thank you so much to all of you who have jumped on that. Uh, I I couldn't do it without you. You're you're truly you are gods among nerds. I say. Um, so I've got a I've got kind of a little bit of a mission uh, over the next couple of months. What I really would like to do, because the the Lunduke Journal has been self-sustaining for for many a moon now, you know, I, I it's it's enough of you have have chipped in and become subscribers that it, it it can it can sustain itself. I don't need to go to Red Hat or IBM or Visa or Mastercard or any company and 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 beg them to sponsor my shows and my my articles and the books or anything like that. It's purely 100% funded by all of you and that's it. And that's it's incredibly cool that that has happened. Uh, but what I'd really love to be able to do is make it cheaper. Uh, I'd like to make it as cheap as humanly possible, right? Like, I, I obviously, I like making money. I like money. And I'd like to be able to continue to keep it self-sustaining. But times are tough for a lot of people. Gas prices are through the roof. Uh, food costs are shooting way up, both here in the United States and in Germany and so many countries. And it would be really nice. I think it would be a nice thing if I could find a way to keep things getting cheaper as we go. So uh, there's there's really two ways to accomplish that while still staying a fully independent uh, uh, publication, right? No advertisers, no corporate sponsorship whatsoever. So we can keep saying whatever I want to say. Um, and I, that, I feel like that's important. So the two ways that I really think there are to do this is one, you get a lot more subscribers, right? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, and the other way is to have a smaller number of subscribers, a small subset of the subscribers chip in more moolah, right? Those are the two the two ways to make it work. So I'm like, okay, so let's try both of those ways and then see if we can't find ways to make the average subscription price go down every month. Let's see if we can do that, right? So what I announced earlier today, what I'm calling uh, the Lunduk Journal founding membership. Um, so uh, this is really only going to apply to some of you, but if you've got a couple of extra buckazoids, just jingle around in your pocket and you'd like to help make it so that I can reduce the total price. And the total price of uh, a yearly subscription to the Lunduk Journal is, if you break it down per month, $1.25 right now. 
And I want to take it lower than that. <laughs> it's already at the price of a gallon of gas in 1990. I want to shoot for like a gallon of gas way before that, but not like not when it spikes, you know, like a low price. And so what I'm doing is these founding members, uh, founding, founding member subscriptions. And the founding member subscriptions, if you go to lunduke.substack.com, um, and uh, I'll, I'll even put a link if you're watching this, like on the YouTubes or whatnot, I'll put a link so you can you can click it and go check out the details. But basically, if you pitch in extra, get a founding membership thing, and you get a couple of perks. One, you get a monthly casual video hangout with me and all the other founding members, right? So <laughs> just us. Not a published thing, just us hanging out, talking about whatever we as a little group of people want to talk about. We can talk about Linux, retro computing, barbecuing, uh, the latest Marvel movie, um, <laughs> life and the meaning of, of love and existence, whatever we want to talk about, right? Um, you get a little personal thank you email from me, a uh, little, you know, a, a, a special one, a custom one written for each of you. Um, and then uh, if you want, um, I'll be putting those of you who opt into this, uh, your name and a link to some website that you want me to link to. Maybe it's maybe it's your blog or your company website or your Twitter link or whatever. Right. Um, at the very bottom of of the articles that get published on lunduke.substack.com, which get a lot of views. So <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing, right? With a little, you know, a little note, like these, these special nerds made, made everything less expensive for everyone else. These are, these are some really cool people that just deserve a high five. Um, and then, um, and then you get all the extra subs, the, the, subscription perks that everyone else gets it's anyway and then i've got a couple of tiers above that like you pitch in uh, uh, a little bit more and you get to request an in-game action for linux tycoon 3 the os wars uh which is out now for linux and dos um which is just fun and um and then if you pitch in a bunch of money <laughs> you get a one-on-one -on -one video hangout with me and you can record it and do whatever you want with it. You can turn it into a YouTube interview. You can use it to have me do tech support for you for an hour. You can use it to have me edit your, your blog for an hour. You can just talk to me about stuff. Um, uh, you can have me record a personal greeting for your, your shows or your voicemail message, whatever, whatever you want. I, I, I don't even know. You come up with it as long as it's kind of family friendly and nerdy. I, I'm, I'm on board anyway. Um, so We've already had people jump on board with this. Um, uh, thank you to those who have. And if enough people can jump into this, we'll be able to substantially decrease the monthly subscription price for the average subscriber. And that's such a cool thing when people are having a, a difficult time. So if you, if you can, if you have some extra jingly change, consider doing that. Uh, consider taking advantage of that. Go, go check it out. Think about it. Um, and if you just want to take advantage of the regular subscription, that also is helpful. Every little bit is helpful. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there because it's rad. All right, let's get back to talking about uh, Ubuntu and the snappy thing. <laughs> so uh, the gentleman we're talking about here, uh, his name is Alan Pope. Uh, some of you may know him as Popey. Uh, if you uh, listen to, you know, various Linux podcasts and and whatnot, he's been around the Ubuntu community for a bunch of years. 
Um, and uh, he doesn't work at Canonical anymore. I don't know the details of all that. I don't know if he left on good terms, on bad terms, on no terms. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I haven't talked to Alan Pope in, in so many years. But um, So Alan Pope was a developer advocate. He worked at Canonical on Ubuntu and specifically on Snappy, on the Snap package format, Snapcraft stuff, right? And, and <sighs> I've never been a big fan of Snappy. I'll just come out and say that right now, right? I, I was trying to think of how to word that. I've never thought Snappy was designed all that well. Um, it has some good points. It has some bad points, as does Flatpak. They have good and bad things that they, they do well and things that they don't. Um, but I, I've never been a big fan of Snappy. I found it annoying. And over the years, Canonical is becoming increasingly dependent on Snappy. They're moving more and more packages into Snap formats um, and, you know, relying on, 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 on uh, Deb and Apt and all that less and less and less. I mean, they still do because Ubuntu is still based on Debian. It still just sits on top of Debian, but I digress. So Alan Pope, who doesn't work for Canonical anymore, uh, came up with this new package, this new project called Unsnap. And again, he spent years telling everyone, just beating the drum, you've got to use snaps. You've got to use snappy. It's the way of the future, man. It's the way of the future. Um, I don't know if he actually used those words, but you know, that was the, that was the ideas because that was his job. His job was to, to advocate for people to use it more. Well, he came up with Unsnap, and it's up on GitHub. I linked to it from the article, um, and um, and quote its its entire purpose is to quickly migrate from using Snap packages to flat packs, to which I and dozens, if not hundreds, of other nerds quickly jumped to the obvious thing to say in response to this, and which was, "Oh snap." Um, so <laughs> the snap developer advocate that the almost, almost arguably the person, um, other than Mark Shuttleworth, the CEO of canonical that is most publicly associated with snap packaging just came up with unsnap that literally is, um, a little, a little snap logo with a giant, you know, red circle around it with a slash through it. The nah -uh here, it, it might as well be the ghostbusters logo because they're busting ghosts, except Alan Pope is busting snaps. Um, <laughs> I just want to repeat this. The guy whose job it was for years to convince people to use Snap packaging on Ubuntu and on other Linux distributions has built a tool to help people stop using Snap. And I I love this so much. I love everything about this. I First of all, I took a really quick look at the project and it looks like good work. Um, and it looks like a useful tool. Um, and to that, I should say to Alan Pope, who created it, really good job. Uh, nice work. You did you, you, you did a good job. I mean, I, Alan Pope does decent work. And it's nice to see it. This is good work. Um, and also, it is so funny to me that this happened at all. Um, it is quite possibly, at least in my mind, one of the greatest trolls I have ever seen uh, for uh, against a former employer. Like, he basically is just trolling his former employer. And I don't know if that was his purpose, right? I don't know if that was his intention. But it looks like it was his intention. 
uh, he makes a note inside the the GitHub page, uh, something along the lines of, you know, this isn't a, a commentary on uh, <clears throat> the quality of flat packs or snaps or one package format over another. He makes that little comment just buried super deep in the readme file on his GitHub. But the but being as the name is unsnap and the and the logo is basically like no snaps. Um, I'm going to read between the lines here and say this was Alan Pope trolling uh, his former employer, and it is such a good job of it. I, I can't think of anything to do here except offer Alan Pope a massive high five, a massive virtual high five, virtual hug, virtual every positive expression I can possibly think of really really well done alan um uh you gave me a significant chuckle and then this got me thinking this got me thinking i wonder if there are other projects out there to undo things you know like there are there are some things within uh the the linux world that tend to not be terribly popular you know and and like 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 the first thing that comes to mind is like system d right like wouldn't it be great if there was a little tool called unsystem d and you just run it on any debian based system and it just somehow makes system d go away <laughs> Now, I, I know I know you can just have uh, like was it Devuan uh, that has it's basically Debian with system D removed. Right. Um, and so you can just grab a distribution that doesn't use system D. But but likewise with snaps, you can just grab a distribution that doesn't use snaps or or grab a version, a, a packaged version of whatever project you want to use. That's not packaged as a snap. That's already packaged as Flatpak or Deb or or uh, RPM or 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 Arch or whatever or just or just set up as a bunch of make files for you crazy Gen two people whatever right you can already do that uh, but this this what what Alan Pope created just unsnaps it it just takes a snap and says nope I don't want you here anymore slap you out okay now you're you're a flat pack right. Uh, there's a there was a tool called Alien uh, that took um, uh, RPMs and converted them into Deb files. Or did it go the other way around? Or does it do both? It's been so long since I've used Alien. But Alien was, was this was this project that you could take. It either took RPMs and it spit out Debs, or it took Debs and spit out RPMs, or it went both ways. I can't remember which it was. It it always was a little bit flaky, if memory serves. Uh, I haven't used this since. I don't know, probably 10 years was the last time I used it because I, I just haven't needed it for anything because usually stuff is packaged in such a way that I can I can use it on most systems. But there was a time when, you know, you'd come across projects that would be only packaged for Deb or packaged for, you know, uh, you know Red Hat or for Debian or for OpenSUSE or something. Well, rarely for OpenSUSE, let's be honest. Stuff stuff didn't get packaged just for OpenSUSE like ever. <laughs> OpenSUSE sometimes was the number two distro for a thing, but it was never the only distro something was packaged for. Anyway, so Alien was something kind of like that, right? It, it, it converted packages. 
But how cool would it be is if you could have like an, an unsystemd tool that you could just run the command line and it just says, hey, you got systemd on your system, delete! And it just replaces it with like, you know, your your, your standard uh, initv scripts and just kind of goes through and figures out what systemd was doing in your particular system and replaces it with like the init script versions of all that sort of thing. Uh, that, that would be so cool. I mean, and snarky and maybe point pointless but certainly entertaining um anyway I, I just i think that would be that would be cool also take flat packs and turn them just back into deb files <laughs> or rpm files because uh, honestly i don't love flat packs either i just i just really don't i and i, and I think part of it is I'm not a huge fan of the overly containerized and isolated uh, packages, right? Because, I mean, part of the whole point of Snappy and and Flatpak and all of them is that you run your, your piece of software in isolated ways where it can't interact with certain components of the system. It doesn't necessarily have full access to your memory or your files or whatnot. And it can be such a pain to do that. I just, I, I'm more of the, of the always run as root old school mentality. And I know that's ridiculous. I know that. Like I, I 100% see the absolute idiocy of, of me, for instance, 90% of the time running my system as, as root, right? I, I, I get that. But you know what? Darn it. Thunderdome. Right. I, that's that's Thunderdome, this thing. I, I, I want full access to my system. It's like it, it's part of what draws me to older computer systems. A lot of those old single user, single tasking systems where you just had access to everything. You can really screw up your system. Uh, without having to enter an admin password, right? Like if you're running DOS or CPM or something like that, you can just hop in there and start deleting your command.com and all sorts of files and your system's like, okay, it's gone. It's your funeral, pal. Uh, but it, but it, that was just it. It was my funeral and I made that decision. And, and, you know, sometimes I did it by accident and sometimes I did it on purpose. I, I don't know why. But I enjoy having that level of power. And so like Debian packages or, um, or RPMs or, or various other package formats I like because they don't necessarily containerize any piece of software. They don't limit what, what that piece of software has access to, what areas of the file system a particular application is able to run into. And so I don't, I just, I, just, I want my software that I'm running, if I'm running it, I want it to have access to everything. I want it to have access to every single library, init script, all of it, baby, because it's my software. And if I want to screw up my system, that's on me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just how I roll. And I try and back up regularly because I do screw up my systems fairly regularly. I do. I mean, less and less as years have gone on, but I do, and I, I like that. And so Snaps and flat packs, uh, you know, they're just not my thing. Um, Snap especially, I just don't, I don't love the way it's designed. Uh, Flatpak, I like the design of it a little bit more, and I like the usability of it a little bit more, but I still don't like some of the restrictive natures of it. Uh, for me, I, I like to assume that when I have a system, I can go 
full route. You know, straight up. I'm going 100 miles an hour down the freeway, sunglasses on, it's night outside, you know, hit it. Um, you know, I want to be able to do that. Um, and that's, yeah, those sorts of those sorts of containerized package formats just, you know, they, they kind of get in my way. I don't like it when things get in my way, even if they're trying to help, which clearly Snaps and Flatpak are, and I see the value in them. I just don't like using them. So anyway, I, I love that this that this thing came out. Oh, that a side note, a side note. I I don't have a um a Steam Deck, right? One of the, the little handheld from Valve, the, the Linux powered Steam Deck. I don't have one. I haven't ordered one. I thought about ordering one. Um, and then uh, there's certain things about it that, that kind of bug me, actually. And, um, and one of them is that by default, it appears like the darn thing is pretty locked down and very focused around like using flat packs, is my understanding. Um, like, I, like I was noticing there was some, uh, not controversy, but some consternation around like Lutris and, and whatnot packages, multiple packages, actually, for for Steam Deck, where, you know, you have to kind of put it into a, like a developer mode that could kind of break some things and possibly break some updates and whatnot um, in order to get some software installed. And and I'm like, well, that's stupid. I, <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, the darn things run an arch from in my from my viewpoint. If I got a device and it's running Arch and I can't just immediately log in as root and, you know, and Pac-Man, you know, blah, blah, Pac-Man, Dadges and do whatever I want to do on it. What's the point? Like, if, I mean, what, literally, what is the point? It, I, I, have, I have no interest in a device that I can't do that with. It's sort of like it's sort of like the old Ubuntu touch phones, right? Like they're Linux. The Ubuntu Touch phones were Linux-powered phones, and they had they had so many good things about them. They really did. Uh, they were trying to accomplish a lot of cool stuff. They were bringing Linux to the phones, and that was great, right? The problem was you could not install just regular like Debian packages, even though Debian was the root of the system because it's Ubuntu and underneath that's just Debian unless you put it into like a developer mode which immediately breaks doing operating system updates on those old Ubuntu touch phones so I can't update my operating system because I installed a Debian package on Debian that's the stupidest design I can think of. Like, that's just not smart in like 18 different ways. No, 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 no. I, I, let me back up. Let me back up. It's not that it's not smart. It's that it's not me. It's not what I would want, right? Again, I want to Thunderdome my operating system. No rules. Just right. <laughs> like, that's Outback Steakhouse. Ooh, I could go for a Bloomin' Onion right now. That sounds amazing. Um, but I just, I want to be able to have that full control and power. And I don't love it when systems don't, don't provide that for me. You know what I mean? Like, like if you brought a system to me and said, this system by, de by design is a bit more locked down. Like, um, what's a good example? Um, oh, 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 like, uh, Palm OS, right? 
So Palm OS, the whole operating system kind of fits in a firmware ROM, loads up, and you don't really have a whole heck of a lot of access to it. You can install applications on it, remove applications from it. They exist within their own little space, their own space and memory, and you don't really, at least by default, have access to all the underpinnings. And that's how that system was designed from the very beginning. And so part of me is okay with that, right? Because they just designed it that way. And they like, that's how this system works. But Linux, well, shoot, half the point is that I have access to everything and can run as root. The moment you start designing things in such a way that it limits my ability for the software I run to access files on my computer oh that's no good the moment you make it so if i want to install a piece of software i can no longer do software updates well that's that that's really no good like you get down these roads where you limit what a user can do and i'm just out that's not linux anymore that's not that's not me everything in a linux or unix system is a file and i should have full complete and total access to every single file on my machine and things like snap and flat pack that really they really limit that they go against that design philosophy and i dislike that tremendously um so anyway i love this unsnap thing in part because it's it's <laughs> It's a giant troll of a former employer in the tech world, and I love those. I love those things. Even if I love the company that's being trolled, I, I've still got to respect when someone trolls them. Like when, a, when someone leaves a tech company and starts up a competing tech company, you know what I mean? Or, or, when, they, or when they make an application to specifically undo and, and make pointless the thing they were working on at the previous job. Like, that's just funny. That's just super funny. So, Alan Pope, Popey, well done, man. Well done, sir. Uh, I, I, hope you, <laughs> I hope you keep it up. <laughs> now, someone, please go make unsystemd for me. I, <laughs> I would really appreciate that. Also, if we can make unsnap turn snap packages into deb files or rpm files or or whatever or or dot app images ooh take take a snap or flat pack someone needs to do this take, someone some someone needs to make a tool that takes snap packages or flat pack packages and inputs them and spits out a dot app image which a dot app image is just a dot iso file like a cd-rom iso or a flash drive iso file with the application and a whole bunch of its dependencies baked into it right so you can just run it someone needs to just do that so i can just easily create from all those snaps out there or all those flat packet packages a whole bunch of app images. That would be awesome. Just un undo all of it. Why not, right? Let people choose how their applications work. Let people choose what's containerized and, and isolated and put into little silos and what's not. And undo all the things we don't like. But seriously, mostly someone needs to make unsystemd 
even if it barely works, just so I can report on it and laugh a little bit. I would truly appreciate it. If anyone finds anything like that, please email me uh, and uh, at brian at lunduke.com, and uh, I, will t- I will talk about it in the future. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, once again, thank you to everyone who subscribes to the Lunduke Journal. Lunduke.locals.com is the Lunduke Journal community. Um, no trolls, no politics, no cursing, no swearing, all family-friendly, all uh safe for work just a a pleasant super nerdy place to hang out people posting about retro computing and linux and programming languages and whatnot all day and all night it's just it's a really happy place uh and then lunduke.substack.com is uh is the main lunduke journal publication um both of the both of them have a whole bunch of perks tons of books but unavailable for both. Uh, so they're free books. I think there's eight, nine, ten books, nine books. I don't remember. There's a bunch of books, satire books and opinion books and paper doll books and <laughs> choose your own adventure book, all sorts of stuff. Uh, a bunch of video games, uh, including Linux Tycoon 3, which just came out. Um, and again, those are all just free things uh, to everyone who's full subscribers uh, to the London Journal on either site. And uh, seriously, uh, if you would consider consider becoming one of the founding members, and help the, the the average cost of a subscription get reduced for everyone else. If you you know if you're if you're a lucky person to to have a few extra dollarinis jingling around in your pocket, uh, there's some really cool perks for that. Uh, they're really goofy perks, uh, but really cool ones. Uh, consider it. Uh, I'll link to it a few places. Go check it out over at lunder.substack.com. And uh, you know why not? Why not? Right? Uh, anyway. I love you all. All of you are amazing nerds, and I hope you got to do something really nerdy today. I hope you got a high five from someone today because you are awesome, and you deserve it. All right, everybody. I will talk to you manana. Wait, is manana yesterday or tomorrow? Luego? See you later? (laughs) I don't actually speak Spanish, but I remember that there are some words. All right, everybody. (laughs) See you tomorrow.